Well, guys, welcome to the Richard Ray Show, man. It's been a couple weeks since I've done an episode, and I truly apologize. It's just I've been on a journey, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I've been on a very intriguing journey. Uh, the journey hasn't been easy, um, and I'm still on the journey now, but it's definitely going to be worth it. Um, and that's what I want to talk about today. I don't have a guest today. I just really wanted to talk about I Just talk about the journey. I've, I've always said that, you know, you have to embrace the journey right? Um, instead of just focusing on the destination, you have to embrace the journey, right? A lot of us, we get caught up in the whole aspect of asking what we asking for what we want, but we're not very specific about it, right? Like the, like the story with King Midas, right? King Midas asked, uh, made a wish and said, Hey, I want everything that I touched to turn into gold. Cool. But King Midas didn't know exactly what that came with. He didn't realize having everything that you touch turned to gold. That means food, water, women, fruit, whatever it was, every single thing that he touched turned into gold, gold to finish the word. And then he was like, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't want this anymore. It's ruining my life. And when you're in a journey, you have to ask for something specific in order for you to get out of it what you need and what you want. Well, either which way you're going to get out of what you what you need, but not necessarily what you want. But sometimes a lesson is meant to teach you to be more specific. A part of my journey that I'm going through right now, I talked to my goddad. My goddad says, son, you need to learn patience. Because I am a very impatient person. And learning patience has been one of the hardest things that I've actually had to learn that I've actually had to acquire not only physically, but spiritually more so spiritually than anything and mentally. And it, it, it's a struggle. It's definitely a struggle because I'm, I, I, I want to be in control, but learning patience, I had to realize that, I'm, I'm not in control. You're not as in control of as many things as you believe you are. Even within yourself. And sometimes when you're, and, and during this journey of me learning patience, there's a, <clears throat> there's some things that I've had to deal with that I didn't realize that I needed to deal with. A couple of weeks ago, I had stated that in order for you to find peace, you have to be still. But what I'm realizing is even in the journey to find peace, even within stillness, there is still turmoil. But it's no longer turmoil from the outside. It's turmoil from the inside. And with you having to face your problems that you've just swept under the rug, you never really realized how big of a mountain it was that you thought that you were just walking over every single day. 
but you realize all the stuff that you swept under the rug is it, it turns into a mountain and you and you finally once you sit down and really analyze and 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 figure yourself out you finally realize why you've been so tired every single day because you've been running up and down the mountain that you've created for yourself That's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. So I'll tell you a little bit about the journey that that I had. Well, that I'm still going through, but a, a piece of it that, that really holds significance. And actually... It starts with this one $5 bill. It starts with this one. It doesn't necessarily start with this $5 bill, but this $5 bill has a lot to do with it. So, in my process to find patience and give up the control that I never had in the first place, I was talking to my boy LT because I was having a breakdown. I was crying. I was struggling. It was tough. Definitely tough. And my boy LT was like, Richard, let it out. Don't hold it in. And when you let it out, don't beat yourself up. But I did exactly what he told me not to do, which was beat myself up. And he said, Richard, that's what I mean by men having that toxic masculinity. But in reality, we know nothing else, to be perfectly honest. In my defense. But this night, I was in Horn Lake, Mississippi, I do believe. I had just got into a situation. And I couldn't call the person that I truly wanted to call. So I called my boy LT instead. And so I was like, after, after my whole episode and my breakdown, and I was like, man, I'm hungry. I need to go get something to eat. I was already on my way to actually go. I was walking because I just finished uh, my my stops for the night at work. And I was already walking to go find something to eat. And after I finished my little breakdown, my, my, not little, it was a big ass breakdown for me. My boy LT was like, no, you don't need to eat. You need to fast for the night. I'm like, no, I'm hungry. So mind you, it's a Texas roadhouse right next to the hotel. That joint closed. There's Ruby Tuesdays, which I've never had. That joint was closed. There was a Wendy's. That joint was closed. There was a Zaxby's. That joint was closed. And so I went into the corner store to give me something to drink. I got me a water and two energy drinks for, two energy drinks for the next day. 
And I was like, ooh, wee, it's a Waffle House right across the street. Let's go. I'm I'm finna get this this good old chicken sandwich from Waffle House and I'm gonna be good. He was like, bro, listen to me. Spirit is telling me you do not need to eat right now. You need to fast. You don't need anything tonight besides water. And I was being hard headed. I was like, man, listen, the spirit will forgive me. It's gonna be all good. So I walk across the street. And as I walked across the street and I got into the Waffle House parking lot, I looked down. Crazy. I looked down. There's a $5 bill, which is this very $5 bill. It was all wet. Yeah, some whatever was on it, like some cotton or paper or whatever was, was on it. This very $5 bill is right there in the water. And I said, look at God. My boy LT said, Richie, you know what the number five means, right? I'm like, no. He said it means change. I'm like, bet. Yeah, appreciate it. God, you good. I appreciate it. So I proceed to walk into the Waffle House. Got my debit card ready, credit card ready to get something to eat. The lady said, hey, (laughs) she said, hey, are you paying with cash or card? I said, I'm paying with card. She said, oh, we're sorry. Our card machines are down. Our Internet isn't working. My boy LT just busted out, but he just bust out laughing. And I was, I wasn't even mad. I wasn't even upset. I just told LT, shut up. Don't talk to me. And he's just sitting there cracking up, man. It, and so what I ended up doing, I ended up walking my happy ass right back to the hotel. Cause I was only reason why I was so adamant on getting something because my job is my job was very physical and I hadn't eaten anything all day, literally hadn't eaten anything all day. And so I ended up going back to the room, ended up praying. I slept like a baby. One thing I had to realize was the situation that led to me having that breakdown was more than just that situation. It was a whole lot of other things that were that were brought to the surface that I didn't that 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 I didn't know was inside of me. And that's that mountain that I was talking about. Sometimes we sometimes we just get home, we didn't had a same as we didn't had a good day at work and we finally get home and we say, Man, I'm just tired. It's not because you're tired from work. 
you actually had a pretty good day at work today. It's just the fact that the 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 life situations that continue to hold you down is what's making you so tired because you've spent so much time running up and down up and down the mountain that you just kept sweeping under the rug and failed to realize as the years go on, the mountain just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. What does the number five mean? Lift it up on Google, right? In numerology, the number five represents spiritual growth and self-confidence. I'll read the rest. As a token of their care and affection, the angels have sent you this number. In this stage of spiritual growth, you have a wonderful opportunity to actualize your desires and wishes. It's crazy how the things that I talk about come full circle, man. But it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal, though. I'll tell you another thing, too. Love. It ain't easy. I can tell you that right now. People think love is magical. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It's also hell sometimes. Because love challenges you. Love forces you to look back at, not necessarily look back at anything, but look at yourself and analyze yourself. And really ask, what is it that love realized about me that I didn't realize about myself? And in turn, when I love somebody, my love comes hard. I come, I, I come willing to carry the whole weight of the world just so you won't have a burden. And I'm okay with that. But the thing is, is love really challenges me to see how strong are you really? It sometimes you don't really realize how much strength you actually lack. Sometimes you don't know what it is you're getting exactly. Until you get it. Well, you don't know what it is that you're asking for exactly until you get it. You never really realize 
how heavy and how hard it's going to be. But that's just the path of the journey. Hmm. That is just the path of the journey. So, as you move throughout your, throughout your day, and as you continue to live life as you would like, Ask yourself, have I really went down the journey to figure out who I really am? And most people can never say yes to that question because it is a scary, scary, scary as hell hell journey. It, it truly is. But once you go down it, you have to finish it. And I'll tell you this as well before I go. When it comes down to when you're praying, no matter what God you pray to, or if you pray at all, you may just go to your subconscious. I don't know and I don't care. No longer ask for the ending result. Ask to have the process get started. Because when you pray for the process and the journey, like I've said before, the destination is only the reward. There are twists and turns that you won't see coming. But life is like, I told my girl this the other day in a message. Life is like a universe. It's forever. We're always going to stumble into the unknown. And that's the scary part. But I'll tell you this as well. Embrace everyone that comes in your life. Because the people that's been here that came before you can teach you a whole lot. You just got to be willing to read into what they have to say and listen. And people, just like physical books, are our generational books from where we come from. 
the reason why it's so great to embrace a book, to read something, is the fact that a book, for me, book stands for beyond our own knowledge. Because you only know what you know. You only know what you know. But when you read, it puts you in a different headspace. It gives you different knowledge that you didn't have before. So a book, regardless of if it's a a real book or a person, it's just helping you beyond your own knowledge. And I think that's why so many people are afraid to read. Because they're afraid of learning what they don't know because they may change. It's going to change who you are and in turn change who you hang out with and some relationships you lose, some relationships grow, and some relationships you gain. But remember, book only stands for beyond our own knowledge. Don't be afraid to discover the journey. Don't be afraid to ask for the process to get started. E.T., the hip-hop preacher, said embrace the process. Because when I ask God to start the process of healing, for me, start the process of healing for my girl, things got tough, I tell you. Looking all crazy, probably. It's all good. So be ready. Because if you ain't ready, once you ask for it, it's going to make you ready. And it's either you're going to win with it or lose against it. It's truly up to you. But hey, Thank you guys for listening to the Richard Ray Show. See y'all next week. Love you. Love. So many things I've got to tell you. Are we? Oh, we good to go now? I bet. Let me pull this back up real quick. You know what I'm saying. Richard Ray's a letter from. It's very inspirational. When you tell your life story and struggles, I am sure you are relating to other men who are going through the same struggle. Have you ever thought about having a show dedicated to the topic single dad and the struggle some men may go through? You really need to be a motivational speaker. I enjoy your shows. Well, first off, I want to say thank you so much, JW. Um, I have actually thought about being a motivational speaker and eventually it's going to come if I'm not doing it yet. I just don't believe that, you know, a motivational speaker gets out on a big stage immediately, you know, and I enjoy what I do and I would love to become a international motivational speaker. There's just some things that I still have to go through in order for me to be able to give the most powerful motivation 
that comes from me to everyone else. And yes, in regards to um, a topic about single dad and the struggle some men may go through. Yeah, I've thought about doing that as well. You know what? I may actually go ahead and do that on next week's show because I think um, a lot of men, we want to say me too, but we are too prideful too. If that makes sense. So again, yes, I've thought about being a motivational speaker. And next week, my show will be about single dads and the struggles that we go through. Uh, thank you for that suggestion. I truly appreciate it. And that is a letter from on the Richard Ray Show.